This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Finding Your Bliss with host Judy Liebrach. Heard every Saturday at 1 p.m. on Zoomer Radio. and welcome to Finding Your Bliss. This is a show that helps you find and follow your bliss. I'm Judy Liebrach, and on today's show, we're talking about something that many of us love to do, whether it's in the shower or in the car, on a world stage, on Broadway, at the Grammy Awards, in a karaoke bar, or in a reality singing competition. We all love to sing. So whether you're someone who just loves to sing for fun, or you're an aspiring singer or professional singer, this show is really for you, and you're going to love our guests on today's show. We have two world-class vocal coaches who share a passion for musical artists of all genres and help them reach their greatest potential. They've written a fabulous book called, and I want to make sure you guys can see this, Power of Performance, Becoming the Artist You Are Meant to Be, available everywhere, right? It is available on Amazon. It is available in all major booksellers. And and you'll hear even more places of where it's available. It's phenomenal. We're going to find out all about how you can become a better, more confident, and more inspired performer, no matter if you're an amateur or a seasoned pro. And also later in the program, we have one of the finalists from CTV's The Launch, the talented singer Trevor LaRose, who will be in studio and will be singing an original song for us today. You don't want to miss this. But first, let me tell you a little bit about our first two guests, master vocal coaches, Mary Luza Holland and Lorraine Lawson. (laughs) If you have any questions for our esteemed guests, please give us a call. I see the calls are already coming in at 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. And guess what? I just found hot off the press this exciting information. The first two callers who call in will win a copy of this book, The Power of Performance, and it's fantastic. So you want to give us a call to get this. I'm actually going to change to my headphones because my other ones are not working and you gotta <laughs> dance in the moment when you're a performer That's exactly right? right so uh there we go with that so Mary Luza Helen is a Juno-nominated recording artist with three CDs to her credit. She was signed to a publishing deal with Sony Music and has worked with such renowned producers as David Foster and Humberto Gattica. She has appeared in hundreds of television commercials and has done countless voiceovers and jingles. And in addition to having a long music career, Mary Lou has numerous TV and film credits as an actor. She's produced award-winning musicals in Toronto and New York City. Mary Lou offers performance coaching for both live performance television and film. She also uh, is an honors graduate of this program at Sheridan and uh, because she is the creator and head of the commercial vocal department in the music theater performance degree program at the prestigious Sheridan College in Oakville. And she also holds the distinction of being a professor of popular music theory and performance after completing her master's cum laude, wow, congratulations, mm-hmm. in the Beatles Popular Music and Society at Liverpool Hope University in the UK. 
Mary Luza Holland, welcome to Finding Your Bliss. Thank you so much. <laughs> and Lorraine Lawson is one of the premier voices in Canada. In fact, the National Post newspaper once called Lorraine Canada's Mariah Carey. And Lorraine specializes in contemporary vocal and performance coaching. I can uh, vouch for that because she is a fabulous singer and I've heard her sing live. Uh, artist development and producing vocal and stage productions. She is also the vocal coach for CTV's singing competition show, The Launch, and also season five of the hit show, Mm-hmm. Shit's Creek. Lorraine has released three critically acclaimed jazz and pop CDs, countless dance singles, mm-hmm. radio jingles, and has performed all over the world. She is the founder of Lawson Vocal Studios, where she's able to combine her years of experience, coaching, recording, and performing. She's committed to providing singers with excellent results. Lorraine, Lorraine welcome to the program as well. So happy to be here. And for both of you, congratulations on creating this exceptional book, mm-hmm. Power of Performance, mm-hmm. Becoming the Artist You Are Meant to be. We're going to delve right into the book. But first, I know this book is really written for the professional singer, for the students in musical theater at Sheridan and for the professional singers. But for all of our listeners, can anyone sing? They really can. If you can talk, if you want to communicate a story, you can sing. And now more than ever, I think Mm. unusual sounds are very commercial. You don't have to be a Celine Dion or a Mariah Carey to Mm -hmm. be noticed. You have to have a unique, distinguished sound. Absolutely. What inspired you guys to write this book, Power of Performance? It's chock full of so much great stuff. Like, to be honest, I didn't even realize until I started reading it and I thought, wow, this is, this is really good stuff. And it's a workbook, so you can use it, not just read it in a textbook kind of way. And I don't think there's ever been anything like this before in Canada. What inspired you to do it? That's nice mm. of you to say. It is. It's uh, definitely important that it was a workbook because we've been coaching for a long time, both together at Sheridan College. Um, and obviously privately, and I think we recognize the need to put it down, what we do, down on paper, and be able to hopefully help even more artists find that authentic self and feel like they're not alone in their journey to become the artists that they would like to be. We are dedicated to what we're doing, and, and we love it. And it, we started talking about this about three years ago. Mm-hmm. That, that's how long it's been incubating, but wow. we literally did all of the um, boots-on-the-ground work this summer. Oh, it's just incredible stuff. And, I, I, and I'm going to get to that in a second. There's so many things to talk about. <laughs> Lorraine, what has it been like to work as a vocal coach on CTV's The Launch? It must have been thrilling. It is it's still thrilling. Crazy uh, to work with obviously some of Canada's best producers, but also that we were able to work with some internationally recognized producers, songwriters, celebrities, um, and have Canadian artists have that chance to get in front of a Scott Prochetta with Big Machine Label Group, and that level doesn't often come to Canadians. So it was really special to see the artists step into their greatest self as a result of that pressure and uh, to help them along that journey. It was really thrilling for me. Later on, we're going to be meeting one of the finalists from CTV's The Launch Mm -hmm. who worked with Sarah McLaughlin. I mean, just the names are like uh, so impressive and it just gets better and better every season. Exactly. And Trevor and I have worked together for maybe five years on and off and that relationship with a coach to an artist can be long lasting. So to see him do so well on the show and to have that opportunity, as you said, to work with Sarah McLaughlin, that's huge. And Alex Hope is an Australian producer who's done extremely well and he was able to work with her, a young up-and-coming producer like that. It's it's pretty incredible. So awesome. It's been very exciting, too, to watch Trevor's evolution because yes. I started working with him about two years ago and then getting to see him by the time he got to the launch. There was yes. just this huge arc 
and where he started to where he is now. Yeah, he's hungry and he's produ- uh, participated in some of the workshops that we've done. And so his growth and his dedication he's, to his hard. artistry, so he is developing himself and committed to that. So I can't wait for your listeners mm-hmm. to hear I'm so excited. And it's live. I didn't realize <laughs> I it was live. I thought it was just a track. So I'm so excited. <laughs> Mary Lou, not only are you the head of the commercial vocal department in the music theater program at the at very prestigious Sheridan College, but you're also the creator of the program. What an incredible accomplishment. And how did all of this come about? Well, as you mentioned earlier, I am an alumni of the program, and when I was there, they didn't know what to do with me, because I was a pop singer in a music theater degree program. Uh, Actually, no, at the time, it was a a diploma. And I knew that there was work for people that did what I did, which was sing pop music. My audition was, I played the guitar and sang a Grand Funk Railroad song. (laughs) So the panel kind of looked at me and said, can you dance? Fortunately, I could. So I just vowed when I left that I would someday bring this back into the program, and it initially started as workshops, and then by 1990, I was um, partial load. And I, I just wish that we had thought to do um, Canadian Idol first because we were doing it at Sheridan before oh, any 100%. of those shows were doing it. That style is how you have designed your exactly. program for people to so perform, good. get feedback, critiqued, critiqued, yeah. and then improve upon their work. And, and I just oh, kicked myself. That's the one thing I didn't get to that I actually should have. So. And I've got to toot your horn too because so many Sheridan grads have done so well yes. on Broadway and musical theater around North America primarily in pop shows Mm -hmm. as a direct result of this really groundbreaking program that Mary Lou brought and so many musical theater programs similarly around the country do not offer this uh, level of training in an area that often gets overlooked but my goodness they're thriving Mm -hmm. and and doing so well you should be so great congratulations I love this Uh, you both write about how Randy Randy Lennox the president of Bell Media says it's not always the best and most talented singers who are successful it's so much more what is the so much more that he refers to well I think Mary Lou was just talking about that that really universally across the all genres and all the decades artists that thrive and do well often are not the best singer Um, but artists today in the last 10 20 years are developing themselves Mm -hmm. so if you can dig down as he's pointing out and find the people that can help you achieve because the record labels are not able to do it to the same Mm -hmm. extent that they once did so we found also why we wanted to write a program or a book and offer different workshops and master classes so that people could have access to and this kind of coaching and develop themselves. And we've seen time and time again, when we point out things that they need to be working on, once they address that, their performance is elevated. Wow. Things that they, they innately know, but they're not accessing. Right. And then we talk about it when we see them perform. And when then their personal artistry, their authentic artist is, is revealed. Is born and and I have to out. acknowledge Randy Lennox, too, as someone who is absolutely dedicated to the Canadian artist mm-hmm. um, and all levels, right? Uh, actors right. as well as musicians. And to have him write the foreword and contribute really a viewpoint of someone who's been in the industry for so long, mm-hmm. yes. who has seen the evolution of the industry and then where the need for artists to succeed. Um, he's been exceptional to have his contribution. Isn't it also about that je ne sais quoi element? You write in your book, can you move your audience? Can you inspire them? The other night 
I was at the Jazz Beast, right? We were talking about this in the green room in Toronto with my husband and family, and I was with Tara Fingold and Richard yeah. Lee Rackle, yeah. you know. And we saw a jazz artist was who was absolutely mesmerizing. Her name is Gigi, and her performance was transformative. And it really was so much more than just her vocal excellence. Mm. She was connected. She was interesting. Mm. She was hypnotic. She created magic. Is this ultimately what you're both trying to impart with this book? Absolutely. The, the fact that you're still talking about her means she did exactly what we're talking about. And you just used beautifully descriptive adjectives. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We, which is in the book. So yeah. that's fantastic. Too. We actually have a, a, bu- a bunch of calls here, and one of them is from David in Toronto. I mm. think we're ready for that. Hi, David. Are you there? there? Hello, you're on the air. You're on Finding Your Bliss. How Hi. are you? <laughs> I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Great, thank you. Do you have a question for one of our master coaches? I have a question for one or both. Okay. Okay. Lorraine or Mary Lou, what advice do you have to um, for a singer to best establish uh, and maximize a connection with the audience? Mm-hmm. Being truthful. Mm-hmm. I think not being afraid to be truthful is probably... And vulnerable, allowing people to see um, what makes you sing, what makes you perform, Mm -hmm. and not just the technique or the ability to do so. Well, I think that's often what people forget is that you have to love Mm -hmm. this thing, which is to stand on a stage and connect to an audience the Mm -hmm. way that you just described this young artist did. uh, So we can do that at any age anywhere but we have to remember sometimes fear stops people from doing what they love Mm -hmm. and we hope that again that we can encourage people to recognize that love it first Mm -hmm. and then build some skills Mm -hmm. so that the next time you perform the fear doesn't stop you that you remember you love to connect and david one of the things we talk about early in the book is being plugged in that also Mm -hmm. makes a big difference on whether or not people just go oh yeah that person's great and then they carry on talking or they're like Mm -hmm. shh i want to i want to watch this guy (laughs) yeah yeah Absolutely. Yeah. Does that help? Da- you know, David, yep. you and I are on the same page because honestly, question number seven, this is not a magic <laughs> show. Nice. What does it take to authentically connect with an audience? There so we're, this is zeitgeist in the air, yeah. right? But it's so important and it really makes the difference between a good performer and a great performer, Absolutely. right? What do you think is, uh, David, thank you so much. Do you have thank anything you else for much. the coaches? Thanks for calling into no, Finding we, Your Bliss. We need his address. We need your address. Oh, yeah, you're the first oh, yeah. one to get a book. Uh, will you call mm-hmm. after the show to 360-0740, and one of the crew will take down your uh, address, and we will send you a copy of Power of Performance. Yay. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank, thank you, you David. Thanks. That's fantastic. What do you think is one of the primary obstacles holding artists back from their goals? Mm -hmm. judgment fear of being judged yeah and i think that they judge themselves Mm -hmm. so people who judge themselves unfortunately are very afraid of being judged by others so this is something that i know you're committed to judy as well and why this program is so versatile in this pursuit to again find what you love Mm -hmm. remember that you love it and then really work on that inner dialogue for yourself so that you are not judging yourself, that you remember that this is something that you can develop skills to do and do it really well. Yes. Um, and then hopefully we aren't as afraid to mm-hmm. be judged by others. I love that you talk about this in the book. You say, write down some negative statements. That you're right. always saying, I do this as a life coach. And often the things come up over and over again. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not good enough. I'm not this. And I say to clients, just use the opposite. Say, instead of I'm not pretty enough, hello, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> And, uh, and and similarly, with all, of course I'm smart enough. Look what I've accomplished thus far in my exactly. life or whatever it may be. And try to say those statements to yourself. And you say actually write
write them down. Yeah. But it, it's it's actually so transformative. I've seen, I was telling you in the green room about a woman who just went off and became a movie star, basically, right. doing it's this amazing. and is now working in L.A. And Patricia, if you're listening, <laughs> that's you. Well, it's a doing- combination of those two things, isn't it? So it's recognizing what those inner dialogue negative thoughts might be and holding you back yeah. and blocking you. But then you must balance that with actually putting in some hard work, developing some skills. The more skills we have, the more experience we can gather, uh, the more confidence we have. So it isn't just our thoughts. It's the thoughts translated into mm-hmm. hard work and finding the resources to get you to the level in which you would like to Absolutely. Achieve. Absolutely. What are some exercises to get plugged in? You talk about um, plugging in. What does that mean and what are some ways to get there? Well, it's first of all being really present in the moment, right? We're talking about trying to quiet the chatter, the noise, all of the different things that are going ping pong match in your head and just literally finding a place. We talked in the green room too about just kind of that mountain pose, that really grounded pose, whether you're seated or standing, um, just feeling your body, feeling your breath. Being in the moment that you're like right now, this feels really good to be right here, yes. right now. Yes. When taking you. 10 or 20 seconds before you do something. Yeah. And then within all of that, once you get mm-hmm. that physical place, realizing what you're committed to. What are you committed to doing in this very moment? Mm-hmm. Yes. And if you remind yourself of that just before doing it, usually it goes quite well. And if you run in, not taking that time to get plugged in, sometimes that experience is out of body. And it right. takes you in kind of the first verse chorus to, to calm get down. Yourself and to you don't simmer want that down. to happen. You don't. Exactly. No, that's right. exactly. Isn't it a lot like mindfulness? It's not really about what happened before or what's no. about to come, mm, but right this now. beautiful moment right now is so and great. I, I talk to singers that are struggling with stage fright about let the let the intro go around one more time. If it mm-hmm. takes you two or three more breaths to calm down and plug yourself in, nice. They will do that. If you don't start singing, the accompanist will just go again. They'll play the intro again. In musical theater, I know it's recommended that you think about something or you think about someone. What are you thinking about? Is often the phrase that that the artist says to themselves, so that they're really authentic and plugged in. In pop, is it the same kind of thing, or is it a little bit different? A hundred percent. Very much the same. We talk a lot about this. This is one of the things that we use all the time, is the use of adjectives. Figuring out how you feel when you start the song. How do you feel by the time you get to the pre-chorus? How do you feel at the chorus? And then what happens? Because it's never just linear, or it shouldn't be linear right because it's just not that interesting well any story evolves and Mm -hmm. we want to evolve with the story right and then we can use also sentences which is another tool in this book about saying something to yourself right before you perform or maybe in that musical interlude that you were Mm -hmm. just saying that intro or re-intro for the accompaniment saying something to yourself to stay present so that you don't let your mind wander into oh my gosh you know, maybe I didn't wear the right outfit or what are they doing over there? So we stay connected and present. And even getting back to your lovely lady that you saw the other night, that's part of seeing great performers when they are really engaged from the start, even when they're not singing. Yes. That's the power that an artist has. And it's not just always singing or speaking, but it is that artists that can just stand there in their silence and you're still riveted by their presence you know so when when the instrumental like the there was a a flautist who was playing and doing a whole little incredible solo Mm -hmm. at the jazz club or you know the drummers doing their drum thing that person so in this case it was Gigi was so in it that's right what are some tips for artists and performers to stay in it while that 
you know, that instrumental break is occurring. Well, you first of all, are, you want to be gracious to whoever is playing the instrumental. So you <laughs> direct a bit of attention to them. But being invested inside the sound, the feel, the mood, yeah. and we talk about transitional mm-hmm. sentences or grounding sentences to make sure that you stay present. So you, you describe something about the song or what's to come in your head. You're not talking out loud with That's this right. stuff, but right. you're just keeping yourself anchored in a really good way, but still finding the abandon and the pleasure of the music. It works. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And yeah. everyone's like, wow. And they and as opposed to the artist staying there, now what do I do? We're just standing exactly. at attention well, waiting. Well, actually, that right? can be the scary time. So right. often artists, when they're singing, have no issues whatsoever. They feel confident. Yeah. They feel great. All of a sudden, that time where the solo happens, or maybe it's during the applause of the audience, and now they actually have to talk to people, <laughs> that's when often artists fall apart. So we want to work on the whole, not just the singer, but right. the, whole the whole aspect of being a performer. We, we have so much more on transitional sentences and on banter and emergency banter and all this great <laughs> stuff coming up. We're going to go to a short break. And when we come back, more from master vocal coaches Mary Luza Hallen and Lorraine Lawson, and we'll hear more about how to create an emotional connection with our audience, how to tell a story, and how you can participate in an exciting workshop called Power of Performance Masterclass, which is happening tomorrow from 3.30 to 5.30. That's Sunday, February 2nd, open to all ages at Lawson Vocal Studios. Mm-hmm. And only there's, a few spots left. Mm-hmm. And only a few spots left. So you want to sign up for that, and Lorraine will tell you more about that. And we have more pop performance class workshops coming up in May and June. Yes, we do. Uh, through Mary Luza Helen and, and Lorraine. And Lorraine, can you tell us just briefly about that before commercial? Yeah. Sheridan uh, College is offering. It's called the Con- Continuing and Professional um, Education Courses. So it's open to anyone from high school to 90 whoever is interested in it and it's going to be phenomenal we're going to have obviously vocal coaches like Lorraine myself my performance coach um, Jeff Madden will be working wow. with us doing vocal technique Jeff Madden starring and come from away yes. everyone yes. and of course oh Jersey Boys Ooh, did that for many so many great. years and he is so practical yeah. and, and specific with his tips and tricks yeah. to um, nail the audition so there's some really exciting workshops coming up and we've talked about this for years so it's finally coming to be pop is huge, huge right now it's, and then Mary Lou and I are going to be for the first time at Canadian in Music mm-hmm. Week, so if there are any artists or musicians who are interested in tapping into how to be a better performer and a powerful performer, we would love to see you there That's on May so, 22nd. So great. Okay, the control room song, we have to go to commercial. <laughs> <laughs> we will be right back. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by Create, Canada's leading fertility center for over 25 years. Create is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. Create is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, Create is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. Create has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? Create Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about Create Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. Bliss on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, FM 96.7. And we're talking about singing and how to become a more powerful performer and become the artist you were meant to be with this new book, Power of Performance, 
by Lorraine Lawson and Mary Lou Zahallen. And as we said off the top, the first two callers, and I know we have a bunch of them here, that call in will win a copy of Lorraine and Mary Lou's book. So how cool is that? I love that. We, when, when we look at a song, it's important to break it down into different parts. And I love the workbook aspect of this book how you have pages of explanation and then examples and then a workbook section so you can really make it your own. And I love how you break down a song into song, artist, verse one, pre-chorus, chorus, verse two. You say, I hope I can say this word, specificity. Perfect. <laughs> is everything. Practice makes perfect. <laughs> exactly. What do you mean by that? Well, specificity, I, we talk about this mm. all the time. If you are thinking something, if you are feeling something, the audience will get it. Mm -hmm. If you're vague, if you haven't really broken down the sections of the song and how you want to honor the song, the way the song's been written, whether it's the lyric or the, what the music does, you really need to have a, a moment for each section and each dynamic change. So the more specific you can be in terms of your emotional intention and what you want the audience to feel and how it makes you feel, the clearer. Mm, and very simply, the verse is often the story part of a song. The pre-chorus builds anticipation, mm -hmm. and the chorus is a statement of some kind. And if we can kind of, and usually a bridge, if we have another departure, um, is some other emotional thought. So if we sort of build that as a formula, it really helps guide that story for the performer so they can be anchored in the verse yes. and then what's happening in the pre-chorus, what's happening in that chorus that takes you to another level, back to the story of the verse, back to that pre-chorus that's building into that chorus and then stand firm in some statement that's exciting in the chorus and then the bridge, some new <laughs> departure. Maybe it comes down emotionally, maybe it builds to another level and then that last chorus is often even greater yeah. and so when we feel that or we can talk about that road map then the artist has something to really go to anchor on yes we have a we have a lot of calls we have okay. earl calling in from oakville hi girls um i performed <laughs> on stage a few times and i suffer from a bit of stage fright and what I mean by that is when they just about announced my name to go on stage, I'm thinking, oh, my God, i got to remember the song. i got to sing on key. And that's and then I go out there and I do it, and I actually do it. And, but it's intimidating, I think. It is. Well, Earl, I have a question for you. When you first go out and you're feeling that way, does that, does that feeling pass really quickly? Yeah, it does, kind of. It does, yeah. Okay, so once you're into the song, you know, once you're singing the song and... I'm listening to the piano to make sure that I'm on key, or try to be on key at least. Uh, it goes away. So what we would suggest to you, obviously, is the more um, rehearsed, the more um, prepared you are, the yeah. more you can defeat those feelings. If you go into a situation where you're not sure of the lyrics or you're not sure of the accompaniment, yeah. that, that can be really terrifying. And then the idea of plugging in ahead of time, mm -hmm. taking 20 seconds before to ground the body, to relax the upper body, to breathe, That's right, yeah. to Relaxing center your thoughts. Exercises would be definitely beneficial, I believe. Absolutely. Yeah. There's, uh, well, I think, is this our second caller? Will he be getting a copy? He of is book? getting a copy <laughs> of it's, the book. Yeah, I sure could use it, sweetheart. It's, it's <laughs> Earl, and, and we would love to hear from you afterwards yeah. to see how, um, how, how it, it works for you. Because Absolutely. finding an adjective of how you feel before you start dropping into that adjective, whether it's feeling nervous or um, anxious or happy or sad, yeah, but you really right. need to nervous be specific and, yeah. Yeah. And, and breathe, right? Those nice, deep, silent breaths. 
Thanks, Earl, awesome. for your okay, call you so much. much. Thank, thank you. you. And please uh, give, give us a call, Earl, if you're still listening, uh, to with your address, email address, and phone number so that we can get a copy of this book to you. That's great. What is the grounding sentence and why is this so important for performance? Like, could we have an example of what a grounding sentence would sound like? Well, it could be something that, again, you're committed to. So it could be something like, I am going to rock this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It could be as simple as that, you know, or I love to sing. Because sometimes when we're nervous, again, we forget that feeling of why you want to be a singer in the first place. Why do you want to be? I want to connect to the audience. So often it's a commitment. I'm committed to connecting to the audience. And it gets into your eyes. It gets into your face, into your your stomach into your body right. next thing you know whatever nerves you once had are gone because you're now too you busy know in your in your story you're too busy exactly in your, and and i love also that you ask people to tell their story why is that important and what is that well because otherwise it's just a song otherwise right. it's just something that sounds good and it's fleeting and it comes and goes but mm-hmm. once again going back to that artist Shishi, the only reason you're still talking about her is because she told you her story yeah she didn't just sing songs that you knew and loved she brought something really personal to her communication. Exactly. So, and, and that her, could be cover material mm-hmm. yes. as opposed to a lift. So we try to distinguish what is the difference between a lift and a cover. And a cover is your version of that mm-hmm. song. Yeah. And if it's an original song, it's amazing. People write the song in one place, but sometimes to perform it is something else. And you have to tap into why do you want to tell the story yes. right now. Yes. And it is about being present. Very the right so. now about it is also crucial. Yes. Sometimes artists or performers will talk about the someday or the potential of themselves. But really, to be an effective performer, you have to be committed to telling the story right right now. Right now. Mm -hmm. Like immediate, active. And banter is everything. So you never want to say, and now I'm going to be singing your song by Elton John, right? We talk (laughs) about that. You've got to weave in your story to that banter and make it part of your show. It also sets the tone. It it tells the audience what to expect and what is to come. Yeah, why did you choose the song is a really great place to go. How did it make you feel and why? Nice. Right? So I heard, first time I heard Elton John's Your Song, (laughs) it made me feel this way. I remember being maybe with your dad on a walk and I heard the song for the first mm-hmm. time and it made me feel amazing about my father. Right. right away now the audience is going to listen to your version of that song right. at a whole other level yes. by you sharing just how it made you feel and why you chose the song. Right. And then it's also a nice thing to add something that makes it a bit universal. So if you are talking about your father or whoever mm-hmm. it made you think of, you say, and we, can, we all have someone that makes us feel that's right. Do you know what I mean? So it's to some way to include the audience. Exactly. I love that. I love that. Or it's like stereo to heaven. We can all remember Absolutely. where we were and who we were with, right? <laughs> that That's a high school one. dance. Okay. <laughs> What's emergency banter, Mary Lou? Oh, emergency patter. Oh, my students at Sharon are going to be laughing their heads off if they're listening. We talk about this all the time. You absolutely have to be prepared for a moment where there is no music. A guitarist breaks a string. This, the drummer puts his foot through the um, kick drum. Um, there's technical dif- difficulties at the board. Or if you're using a track, the track doesn't come up. You need to have something that you can drop In your into pocket. the moment yeah. and allow the people around you to take the time to fix whatever the issue is. Yes, smart. And you should have prepared a couple of things, but it should still feel like it's really off the cuff. So if you're traveling, if you're in a city, knowing something about that city or knowing something about an event that's happening, it doesn't have to be funny. It doesn't have to be clever, clever but it should be authentic. authentic. But that's where reading Smart. about 
you know, as you said, where mm-hmm. you're, where are you performing? Right. Or what city are you in? Um, and telling a funny story. If you have some little story yeah. about something, that's a good time to tell yeah. it, you know? Yeah, it's so great. What's the difference between objective and subjective storytelling? Mm. This is Mary Lou's specialty. (laughs) And it it is something that I just figured out through trial and error, too. What I call objective singing is when you're talking to the audience. And subjective is when you're talking to yourself. Mm -hmm. So there are moments that you can actually mark out in a lyric that makes sense. If if you're talking about something really difficult or antagonistic, then that's probably a good moment to be subjective and take it away from the audience. But when you want to really draw them in, then you're looking right at them, which is terrifying to some people. (laughs) So we also talk about how you can look at someone's ear. <laughs> or in between heads, and the audience doesn't know the difference, right. but they still feel like you're engaging directly with the audience. And we've all seen certain performers who are kind of closed mm-hmm. eyes the entire time, and we remember that there is a conversation here with the audience, yeah. so when we open our eyes, we invite them to participate in that conversation, and if it stays too subjective, too diary-like right. to yourself, yeah. then you're they really just rehearsing. You're closing them off. Right. You're, you're closing just them off. You're, yeah. And there is a difference, too, of a musical theater performance performer where that fourth wall exists and they are transforming that stage into a space and time versus that pop singer or cabaret singer where the fourth wall is down the audience is right there right and we want to include we them. want you to make direct contact with yeah. the audience because that's what it's like a bolt of electricity when you're on the receiving end of that as an audience member yeah. i love how delicious it is when you say <laughs> marking up your lyrics because uh, it, it just makes it so doable for people what do you mean mm-hmm. by that marking up your lyrics <laughs> Literally, that you can you do the, in the first verse. Which lines do you want to sing directly to the audience? And you can use a mm-hmm. different highlighter or just underline, or you can put a slash between it. Um, and you just you go through it. Now, um, Lorraine makes a great point too in the book where she says, "But remember, always bring the unmarked copy to your company. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I don't want all these signs all and these symbols signs. on the piece. You want paper. it to look like it's just uh, effortless grace, right? Yeah. And, and, and the whole point about rehearsal and, and deliberate practice is you've done it so much. That in the moment, no matter what's going on in the environment or the situation or how you feel, you're just going to drop into the the choices that you've already worked out. And we can mark up a lyric sheet with those thoughts, but Mm -hmm. we can also say, where are we standing on the stage? When? When do we want to walk stage right? Where do we want to come down stage and involve the audience more? So we can use a lyric sheet to really highlight what each place on the stage like uh, you want to be for mm-hmm. yes like a you map. do a stage plot mm-hmm. you do so i mean mm-hmm. this, and i think this is what makes the difference between the singer who just goes and wings it and the singer that really as as randy lennox said right what we said off the top mm-hmm. is there's a lot of there, there are singers that are unbelievable that are not being booked because there's so much more to being a performer right absolutely what is the importance of subtext what you're not saying. Well, that's sort of, we talked about that in terms of those sentences. Uh, A good actor knows that it's not just the lines on the page, but it's the thoughts in our head. Mm -hmm. And that comes through our eyes. That comes through those cheekbones. That comes through the head nodding and that little voice saying yes or no uh, without the words themselves being said. Right. Um, And it is everything, as you Mm -hmm. just said, Mary Lou. It's everything. It's the difference between someone who's just an okay performer and someone who's excellent and someone who you cannot not look at that they have completely captivated you yeah. uh, from start to finish. I love the exercise of speaking the lyrics out loud to make it more authentic, and I've seen this <laughs> be done. And Why does that work so effectively? I think it's the same as when you're practicing um, just a script. If you're working as an actor, you can't only do it in your head. 
it, it's mm-hmm. different in your head. Yes. So not only do we suggest speaking it out loud, but taping yourself speaking it out loud so mm-hmm. that you can hear it back and you can help yourself to improve right. upon the emphasis, where you're, where you're putting emphasis on which words and why. And then it makes it that you can have this whole, you go down a whole rabbit hole of how did I get here? And to take that time to also practice what you want to say, because mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many artists only practice their singing and, and their performance, and then they forget to practice, like you said, only in their head. I'm going to talk here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not, not actually. Actually, say it out loud what right. you're going to actually say because then they end up doing this stream of consciousness that the audience doesn't really care they don't want someone to <laughs> ramble they want to have a connection they want to be included in that um, thought or emotion mm-hmm. but they don't want you to go on so it should be succinct and well thought out but mm-hmm. still feel really organic right um, as you know my daughter Lily is in second year musical mm-hmm. theater performance at Sheridan she always talks to me about these things like dynamics and resonance I'm like what are you talking about what is she talking about what does that mean <laughs> Well, there are things uh, for any singer to really dig in deeply, which is vocal hooks. So we, in order to tell a story, even when we're speaking, Mm -hmm. we're using different dynamics, whether it be quiet or whether it be loud. We're using lyrical hooks. We're using melodic hooks. We're using rhythmic hooks, Mm -hmm. which often is the number one because as speaking, uh, when we are speaking, we emphasize, we put a little bit of a pressure and release, resonance in terms of what kind of voice we want to use and how and why. So whether it's more of a head tone, or if it's more of a pop song, and where is it going to resonate in our head is crucial. And we can play with that to really be able to tell our story even more. That sounded good, Lorraine. Mm -hmm. Uh, when, (laughs) When should we use vibrato? Ooh, we we have well. It depends on it the really genre. Depends. It really depends on the genre of music. So in jazz, almost no vibrato. We're right. trying to emulate an instrument, and potentially ooh, putting it at the end. Mm-hmm. So that tension at the top allows that emotional tension and then an emotional release. Pop music is often follows that as well, almost But it's little. interesting, too. We do talk about all rules can be broken. I mean, <laughs> let's, right. let's talk about Shakira. There, there's an artist <laughs> right. who's got a, a vibrato going a on. Vibrato. Yeah. A post Malone. So there are all kinds of contemporary sounds now that are breaking rules that we used to think That's you couldn't exactly do. Right. Yes. Um, so you just have to think about it. You have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to be. In, you have to be in charge of it and dance in the moment, right? Because sometimes yeah. you're going to change it. Yeah. You may even have a whole plan, and then in the moment you see your audience and go, "Wait a minute, there's a different vibe happening." You might have to be able to dance in that moment, right then That's and right. there, right, and change it up. Um, you you create an environment as an artist that you want to be performing in. How do you do it? Like, there's so many things. I never realized it was so involved well, <laughs> to do all of this. It's, it's a lot of hard work. It is a lot of hard work, and people think it's way easier. So you really need to want to do this more than anything else in the world, because there's a lot of easier ways to yes. make a living. But Lorraine has taught with me at Sheridan for years, so we work in probably one of the the least desirable spaces in the basement, but Very because nice it has an amazing sound system. Oh. But you talk to the students that work in that room, GBO Seven in uh, the G building at With, Sheridan, you know, fluorescent lights, lights above and, and tile floor. It's ridiculous, but the artists that have thought about where they are, who they're singing to, yeah. create a completely different space in that room, and yes. it's transformative. Wow. And all of the people that work in that room will tell you when it happens. Everybody feels it, and that mm. is you, the artist that's creating that change. It's literally like you take us to a different place, wow. and it's all about your physicality. It's where you're looking, uh, the dynamic that you're using in terms of your performance, the way you speak. You just change the vibe, whether it's a late-night cabaret or whether you're playing at Massey Hall. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. There's 
in the book, there's microphone technique. Like there's, you cover every nut, nuts, all the nuts and bolts <laughs> of it. What is just a, a quick microphone do's and don'ts? What would be a quick so tip? I would say maybe the first one is that a lot of people think that they should hold their microphone straight up. Mm-hmm. So you're exposing your knuckles like this. Right. And I always think that looks like you're public speaking. Right. But when you want to really become that artist, you want to <laughs> tilt that microphone and show that slight little A in your hand, your elbow comes away yes. from your body. Often that more uh, public speaking way, the elbows are too tight into the body. You're not Mary as relaxed. Was so and good quite about- frankly, I don't think it works. I, even for public speakers, the minute no. I see somebody like that, I literally want to go up to them and <laughs> fix their <laughs> hand position. And it Relax. sounds so much better. Right. It's just it too tight and squeezing. Tight. So the microphone is an extension of an artist. Yes. And even in musical theater now with the microphones mm-hmm. coming down uh, either to the side or down, they amplify the voice. So we don't need to use such a big sound all the time. Yes. And those dynamics that we were talking about earlier can really be heard now. So we can actually sing this quiet. Mm -hmm. But we also talk about making sure um, you don't rely on the microphone to do the work. The microphone only does what you, it enhances what you're doing, right? A lot of people, when they first start with a microphone, think, oh, I can just talk this (laughs) (laughs) And nobody can hear you. Yeah, that's That's right. That's so cool. Uh, I want to talk about monitors. You have to read the book because in-ear monitors, regular monitors. But we've got to go to a commercial short break when we come back. (laughs) We're going to meet Trevor LaRose, who was one of the finalists on CTV's The Launch, back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by CREATE, Canada's leading fertility centre for over 25 years. CREATE is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. CREATE is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, CREATE is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. CREATE has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? CREATE Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about CREATE Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. We are back, and this is Finding Your Bliss, and we are here with Master Coaches Mary Lou Zahallen and Lorraine Lawson, and now we are joined by singer and CTV's The Launch finalist, Trevor LaRose. Trevor, welcome to Finding Your Bliss. Trevor. Trevor LaRose began taking classical piano lessons at the age of five before learning to play guitar and write songs at 15. His musical influences include James Bay, Chris Stapleton, Coldplay, Louis Capaldi, and he's inspired by the current singer-songwriter genre. After attending Berklee College of Music in Boston, Trevor returned home where he regularly collaborates with top Canadian songwriters. He's actively pursuing his career as a singer, songwriter, and performer. During this time, he recently took part in the Canadian television show CTV's The Launch where he was able to work closely with artists such as Sarah McLaughlin and of course as well with Lorraine and with Mary Lou after making it to the final two his performance was put on television across the country and has been building a fan base to this day ever since Trevor welcome to Find Your Blessing thank you so much that's amazing (laughs) 
What was it like when you first got that call, Trevor, saying we want you to appear on CTV's <laughs> The Launch? Wow. Yeah, well, that was a, that was definitely a process. But I mean, yeah, the call was great. I didn't, uh, I wasn't sure. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> like anybody, like, yeah, you're on. And I'm just like, wow, what a, what a great opportunity. I mean, like at the same, I was excited yet nervous at the same time because mm-hmm. I didn't know what to expect. And I remember when I first went into that studio and went up to a couple of flights of uh, floors on the elevator and walked into that uh, huge atmosphere. I was like, wow. And uh, <laughs> Trying my best to deal with it, but it ended up uh, ended up okay. It was a I was great saying earlier experience. that so many artists don't get that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So it has been a phenomenal show, and Randy Lennox, Bell Media, their their contribution to artists around the country mm-hmm. uh, and giving you guys a shot like that was yeah, really committed. huge. It's Absolutely great. committed yeah. to to the Canadian artist. Yeah. What has it been like working with these two incredible ladies over Aww. here? Now, uh, think carefully <laughs> before you <laughs> and Mary Lou. <laughs> But it's, um, I mean, uh, when it comes to performing, I've always been uh, more in my head than anything else, especially when I was younger. I mean, like I've always liked writing and I've liked singing, but I've always struggled with more of the performance aspect because it's a lot of it's about just being uh, integral with yourself and finding your authentic self. And that's one thing I know that these two specialize very, very, very well in. I've known uh, Lorraine now for over five years and uh, done many programs with her. And... uh, She's just that with including the launch. It's just uh, one experience after another. I mean, that was like, fun you know, that we got to yeah, the launch absolutely. also. Yeah, no, I agree. But yeah. your growth as an artist as a result of your commitment to areas that you knew you wanted to improve on, yeah. like connecting to an audience and mm-hmm. making eye contact and feeling more comfortable absolutely. on stage. Yeah, she's, she's given me a lot of tools that in the end of the day I've been able to implement through opportunities that um, have come about and ones that she's created for me as well. And that's uh, definitely uh, where I've grown the most. So I have a lot. Uh, I owe a lot to these two. That's and so you amazing. just participated yeah. in our Power Performance Workshop in the mm-hmm. fall. And it was astonishing, and it was amazing, the, difference. the difference. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was so incredible. Different. You also were mentored by the talented Sarah McLaughlin. What did she teach you if you had to say one major lesson? How cool was that? Well, well I was about to say, well, first of all, yeah, Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> she, was, uh, she was amazing, and she's a, she's a sweetheart. And everything that I feel like you know you would expect her to be, she is. It's one of those things. Mm-hmm. She's uh, she's a darling. And, uh, I mean, she's uh, she definitely came from more of a, you know, uh, don't try to be anything that you're not mm-hmm. and to be uh, comfortable in your skin. And yeah. she could tell that, especially during the launch, that, you know, everybody was struggling in their own way to kind of just like, whoa, this is just a big thing. And never, she was always there just to go, like, it's okay, calm down, relax, it's all I good. The, the danger there is they, um, people think they should be what the person wants Ex- them to be. Exactly. Or, yeah, they think they you should be not that. themselves. Exactly. And they're trying to find something for somebody to say, like, oh, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to be? But that's, really that's cool. not what you she have to do. She came into the recording studio with Trevor also. Wow. So not everyone got mm-hmm. that opportunity. Opportunity yeah, where she the celebrity on the, she came in. She played guitar on the, on the <laughs> Yeah, that was cool. amazing. We were right oh. side by side and kind of jamming together. It was, oh, I, I love was, her. I was mm-hmm. watching so the cool. screens and going, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> this is happening for Trevor right now. This is so exciting. Wow. And also that, that Sarah is just a person. And even though she is a huge celebrity around the world, her heart as a Canadian, as a songwriter, yeah. she's committed mm-hmm. to music and she is one of those people who loves it and it's clear. Yeah, absolutely. And that is my favorite song in the arms of an angel in the whole oh, world. Yeah. I love that song. Mm-hmm. If you ever want to do a cover of it, I will listen. I'll follow you like crazy. Okay, you have an original song. I'm so excited. Trevor LaRose. Yeah. I actually thought we were going to be playing a track. You're actually singing a yeah, live. Yeah, no, I love, I love doing that. So excited. There's nothing like live can, music. Can you give us a quick setup of what it's all about? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, um, the song is called Enemies, and um, it's um, essentially about the profoundness Let's say relationship-wise too, that you can be, you can become friends and become so close to somebody, 
and then, but arbitrarily, you can fall out of love and then at the same time become almost worst enemies. Mm. Wow. So it's, so uh, true, it's definitely right? powerful and people just go, wow, yeah. So love I remember that. when uh, that, that idea came along, I was definitely needed to do that some justice from a songwriting perspective. So, <laughs> so we're thrilled. Trevor LaRose singing Enemies, his original song on Zoomer Radio, Finding Your Bliss. All right. From that place on top of Hollywood Was just us there just as it should be we went so fast, we were so light mm-hmm. But there was darkness hidden inside Cut to Wish I couldn't take back some of the things that I said Both doing things that we'll never forget It's like we're enemies And right now, it's my you were so close to me oh, We started a fire Now we're watching it burn Like we're enemies Side me Remember we could do no wrong Laying in my arms Almost forgotten what it was like We couldn't keep out what's on the inside Wish I couldn't take back some of the things that I said Both doing things that we'll never forget It's like we're hey, and right now, it's messed up Cause you were so close to me Oh, we started a fire now We're watching it burn like we're enemies Save me I can take back some of the things that I said Both doing things that we'll never forget It's like we're enemies And right now it's a mess up Cause you were so close to me Oh, We started a fire you now We're watching it burn like we're Oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> Woo! Oh, 
He made us all cry. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that was unbelievable. That voice that, is pretty exceptional. Yeah, that voice and that connection. And he's mm. doing everything that you're saying, exactly. both of you, right? <laughs> he, he is doing it. was my last question, actually. How yeah. important is it to be unapologetically fearless in everything you do, really to become braver? Mm. And, but be so connected, mm. so emotionally connected. You made us all cry. Mm. That, was, that was really beautiful. No, I appreciate really. that. Really. Wow. Yeah. Trevor has that commitment going into even a songwriting session. It's not just in the performance. You go in knowing what you want to write and how deeply you want to connect to the story. Mm. Oh, yeah. Every aspect of a real artist does that work, mm. even wow. in rehearsal. Even every part of your being is to resonate with your audience. It's Thank really you. exceptional. Yeah, to make contact. That. And yeah. did you feel the electricity? I, I, it made me cry. It made right? me cry. I felt the electricity. I felt everything. It was, it, yeah. I, felt, I felt things I don't want to talk about. <laughs> Trevor, how can people? I felt the bliss. How can people follow you on on, on social media? Yeah, absolutely. Social? I would say yeah, it was Instagram. That would mean so much. That's um, at Trevor Larose Music, and uh, that's yeah, great. We'll be doing that. We'll definitely be doing that. And Lorraine, how can people contact you? You can contact me at Lorraine underscore Lawson on Instagram, Lawson Vocal Studios as well. That's amazing. And Mary Louisa Hallen, how can people contact you? At Zahalan M on Instagram. And let's spell that for everyone. Z-A-H-A-L-A-N-M. That's phenomenal. Amazing. And Lorraine Lawson and Mary Lou Zahalan, as we mentioned before, offer artist development workshops regularly at Lawson Vocal Studios in Toronto. And there's actually a Power of Performance Masterclass. So taking all of the wonderful ideas from this mm-hmm. book, Power of Performance, and it's a Power of Performance Masterclass tomorrow on Sunday, February 2nd from 3.30 to 5.30 p.m. at Lawson Vocal Studios, open to all ages. Can you tell us more about this? Well, we've been running these workshops on and off, and so keep looking out for them every few months. We're really also excited about, for the first time, being a part of Canadian Music That's Week right. in May. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, we're committed coaches to helping artists, and I hope that everyone really resonates and feels that from us. So make sure you follow us for more workshops, just like the one that we're going to do tomorrow. Because so it's like love working with artists <laughs> and helping artists become a part of an artist community. That's right. And as you can see, this is the incredible result. Mm-hmm. I want to thank all of you for being here today. Mary Luza Holland, Lorraine Lawson, and Trevor LaRose, and our entire crew. I normally name them all, but we're out of time. So you all know who you are. I love you, and you're all fantastic. Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> thank you all so much. As always, I'm going to close out the show with a meditation, and this one was actually written for children, but it's quite lovely. It's called Peaceful Butterfly, written by Melissa Dormoy. If you're driving, please pull over and turn off your ignition. (sighs) Gently close your eyes and take in a nice deep breath. Allow your belly to fill up like a balloon and then exhale slowly. Take in another deep breath right in, in through your nose and breathe out through your nose or mouth, whatever feels more comfortable. And now once more, Take in another deep cleansing breath in through your nose and out again and let everything go. Your body begins to feel deeply relaxed and sinks down further and further. Your legs begin to feel very heavy and your arms begin to feel heavy and more relaxed. You enjoy every moment as your body continues to relax further and further. And as your body relaxes more and more, imagine that you're a beautiful butterfly flying high in the sky 
and you see a lush green valley below you with lots of flowers just waiting for you to enjoy. You feel the breeze blowing against your delicate wings, and as the wind touches you, it gently blows away any worries or any stress that you might feel. Enjoy how wonderful it feels to be so free. Your mind is clear and calm, and you've really left all of your worries and stress behind. You are completely tranquil and at peace. The sun touches your body and warms you. The clouds floating in the sky remind you how relaxed and calm you can be. Take in a deep breath. Breathe out slowly. When you're ready, give your body a big stretch and yawn. And with a clear mind, say, I am peaceful. I am calm and I am happy. I'm ready to embrace this beautiful day. Open your eyes, smile, and have a wonderful afternoon. For Finding Your Bliss, I'm Judy Liebrack, reminding you all to take one step closer to finding your bliss. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.